Keep it locked right here. You're in the field with Trackstar Sports. I'm Miracle, and you're now in the field with Trackstar Sports. What's up, y'all? This is J-Jot, host of the Hawks on the Hardwood podcast, your one-stop shop for the Atlanta Hawks. Here you can get all the info on the Atlanta Hawks and keep up to date on the happenings surrounding Atlanta's pro basketball team. So listen every Saturday to Hawks in the Hardwood, only on Track Star Sports. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your girl, Erica Mason, a.k.a. Miss Pretty and Radical, and you are in a field with Track Star Sports. Let's get it! Welcome, guys. This is a special episode of Debate Fuel. Um, we have with us um, today uh, Jordan Ray and Theon Brown. They are both players from the Atlanta Ballers um, team uh, with the JBA League. How you guys doing tonight? Good. How you doing? Good, good. Doing good. good. All right, so um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, well, my name is Jordan Ray, a.k.a. Hollywood Ray. I'm the point guard for the Atlanta Ballers. Uh, you know, we were... We have the number one record in the league right now. We're five and one. Recently, just lost to Los Angeles Ballers. We're still number one in the league, standing wise. Awesome. Yes, sir. And, uh, my name is Sean Brown. I'm six six small forward from Austin, Mississippi, aka Baby Wall. So yeah, we're five and one. We take a hard loss, but we're going to bounce back. We're still number one in the league. <laughs> next time, next time, right? Yeah, next time we're gonna get on once. <laughs> So, uh, why did you guys choose the JBA? Uh, I think, uh, well, I chose the JBA because I feel like, you know, focusing on basketball 100% was the best route for me instead of classes and college and the traveling. You still have to make a class at 8 a.m. I think focusing on basketball 100% was the best route, getting, getting ready for the next level that I'm trying to get to, which is the uh, NBA. So I think this was the best route for for me. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we're going off Jordan when he's saying this is an opportunity of the lifetime. Okay. You don't get this opportunity too many times. Come straight out of high school and, you know, playing for LeVar Ball. Right, you right. Know, he's, a master, he's a mastermind. He's a genius. That's so, awesome. Have you guys seen, like, a – have you guys seen like an uptick in attention? Because I mean, um, obviously people are probably interested in your stories, and you're probably getting a ton of interviews. Has this helped you out as far as far as like getting national attention and, and maybe the eyes of some scouts you may be wanting to see? Yes, sir. Awesome. Yes, yeah, so it's definitely uh, it's definitely bringing a lot of attention, and in a good way. But you know, also you know, you got that bad attention sometimes. You got to ignore it though, right? Because you know. <laughs> You know, everybody don't like what LeVar is doing, but he's doing a great thing for young athletes. So, you know, he gave he gave young elite athletes straight out of high school a chance to go a different route, you know, because everybody don't like college, and there's a lot of great talent out there. So it's, it's, it's just more opportunities for other players. So tell us about the uh, process of going through the uh, selection for the league. Uh, the process, it definitely was – tryouts in all eight of the seats that there are teams for uh, around 300 people was at the Atlanta tryouts and you know you get straight into it you straight uh, you start playing five on five what you do see what's happening see what you bring to the table and once they got close to the end you know it was only about uh, five five players made 
the Atlanta team at the Atlanta tryouts. And so it was just, it was a lot of competition. So you had to come and play your heart out. Yeah. It was very strong, strong competition there. Where would y'all rate the competition? Mm-hmm. Where, where are we talking? Are we talking NBA talent, NCAA talent, AAU talent? Like, are are the is the competition strong? Uh, yeah. The, comp- the competition yeah. at the tryouts definitely was. I mean, you know, it was a little bit of all mixed up because it's you know it's yeah. the tryouts, but the competition in the league is very serious. Ooh, as in, okay. as in, you know, it's it's basically the same competition in college. Uh, you have to c- come out and perform. You know. Uh, you have to, you have to play your game. You got to make sure you show your game because just like college, you're trying to get to the next level, mm-hmm. and the competition is real. I'm just yeah. trying to, I'm just trying to see if I great. got a shot. You know what I'm saying? I, I, what's my chances? <laughs> I don't know. You probably have a good, you probably have a good chance. I don't I just, know. I just got a jump shot. I can't, I can't, I can't run. <laughs> oh no, you got to run. <laughs> So were you, were you guys a little bit intimidated to join the JBA with all the um, uh, media, uh, I guess, backlash that, that LeVar has been getting since he's been in the spotlight? No, absolutely not. Not at all. Cool. You see an opportunity like this, you, you go for it. Have y'all met him? You see, yeah, we met him personally. We talked to him, me and Jerry. Okay, so be real. Let's be real. Yeah. What, what, how is yeah, he, he like in person? He's a mentor. <laughs> How's he like in person? He's a mentor. He's a mentor. Okay. He's a genius. Does he live up to he the TV the persona, though? What do you mean? Like, you know, larger than life, you know, I don't know. That's that's all I've seen of him. So tell him, how is he like no, in person? Is he like that? He's very humble. Oh, wow. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, yeah. He definitely helps you on and off the court. Uh, even, yeah. you know, he, he describes the game, the game different from – Everybody else, and even when we did a uh, little to Los Angeles, he pulled me to the side after the game and just told me the ups and downs and uh, what I need to work on and what he's seen. And when we played him again, what I need to do differently to win that game. So he, you know, he, he's for everybody. Everybody in this league is a family. Is is yeah. more than basketball. Once you're part of the big baller brand, you're part of a of a family, not just a company. You're part of a family. Right. They want to see everybody do good, even though you're not his kids. <laughs> so. So has any, Girl, uh, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. Has has any of the um any of the pointers that he's given you helped you with your game? Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of the points he has given me, uh, you know, uh, it helped my game. Like after the first game, he he definitely uh no after the second game he uh he taught me a lot of points to do and helped my game get easier. And that next game, I had the first triple double in the JBA ever with. Ooh. 43 points, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. Okay, I see you. Wow. So um, outside of being paid, uh, what attracted you guys to the JBA over college? Um, Like I said again, uh, it was like, you know, you see what LeVar's doing with his kids, with uh, Lonzo, LiAngelo, and LaMelo, and they're all very, very successful. So, you know, when when he said... You know, it's bigger than just the company. We're going to be a family. I know he want everyone in his family to be successful. So right. me joining the JBA, it wasn't a hesitation for me. Mm. Yeah, me either. And I'm seven. I'm 17 years old. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah. So what what are y'all's long term plans? You trying to get to the NBA? Like, um, what like what's what's the end goal for all this? I'm trying to get to the NBA. 
You know, the NBA is the goal. Uh, the NBA is the main goal, and I think this is the best route for it. It's new, okay. you know. Everybody gonna have their doubts, but if you're in the league and if you're actually coming to the games, you see this is a great opportunity to get there because we're already playing NBA rules. We're shooting at the NBA range, the NBA three pointers, the NBA length of the court. So we're already getting adjusted to it because instead of college, which got the college line, and then they have to adjust to it once they get in the summer league, we're already getting adjusted to it now. And do do y'all think that this is going to put pressure on the NCAA to start fixing the issue they have with not paying players and all the rules they have around that? Absolutely. 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 Wow. Yeah, I, I do think I think it will open up a conversation, and um, and and you, I think if if he's successful, it's really going to put a lot of pressure on what they're doing, and it may put pressure on the NBA to put the eighteen-year-old rule back in. Yeah. Yeah, because I know I have uh, I have I have friends already that's in the NCAA, and they're you know they're they're already considering joining the JBA next year. I'm not gonna yeah. say no names because I don't want to put them in the uh, in the fire or anything with their coaches yeah. right now. But you know, I had, I had a couple friends too that hit me up about it too. So, so how um, the JBA? Yeah, is is it um, with the JBA? Uh, are you expected to stay there for um, a certain amount of time, or are you able to go uh, to go into the NBA draft, like say like after this year, if you wanted to? Uh, if you wanted to, you can go to the NBA draft right after this year. Okay. Yes, after this year you can go. But I mean, I'm staying for two years though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, do you guys still plan on going to college after this, or uh, while you're playing, or? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, most I'm still, definitely. I think. Yeah, it's still the good to get a degree. So. Yeah, right. I'm gonna get a degree, but at the same time, I'm still go to the NBA. Right. Right. So. How how did your family feel about you guys uh, choosing uh, the the JBA over college? My family was behind me one hundred percent. They thought it was a brilliant idea, but by Mr. Ball. Good, good. So we were so it was an invitation, like Jordan said. Awesome. So are you guys Atlanta kids? Is, did you go to the Atlanta Triad because you're from this area? Yeah, uh, I live in Atlanta. I live in Marietta, Georgia, but I'm originally from Montclair, Mississippi. Oh, that's what's up. Me too. I'm from Marietta too. So what what school did you go to? Oh, the Marietta High School. Okay. Okay. So you. Yeah. So what about what about you? Uh, I'm from uh, West Hollywood, California. Okay. Uh, that's that's where the Hollywood comes from. Stay in California. <laughs> yeah. Got you. Got you. That's got where you. the Hollywood comes from. <laughs> I actually stay in California still, but uh, I was actually out in Tennessee with my cousin, okay. Penny. And when the trials came up, I just drove over to Atlanta, which is only three hours to try out, and you know everything else is, you know, history. I made the team, and we're here now. So what what about your life has changed? Um, getting the extra little money coming in from the JBA, has that? do you do you feel like um, you're in a better situation than the people who went to college, or do you feel like you're on par with them? Like, what do you feel? How did, how did this change your life? I definitely feel like I'm in a better situation than the people in college because, like I said before, they definitely uh, still have to get up for class and – you know, they can't dedicate their time 100% to basketball at the moment. And, you know, the players that's in the JBA, you know, you you know, you know, have 24 hours in a day just for basketball. So you can focus on your game and, you know, you can just get better in every way possible for yourself. 
Yeah, we definitely don't ever go to class. We wait for <laughs> to go straight to the gym. And we be there all no, we be there all day. Seven days a week. How many games in a season? We don't have any. Eight. Eight. Okay. So are y'all ready to eight, 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 eight. go ahead? They regular season games and you have playoffs and all that. Okay, got you, got you. So, are you? Would yeah. you feel prepared if you went to the NBA to switch to the eighty-two game season? Would that be a a big change for you? Uh, I think the eighty-two games. Uh, I think that'd be a big change for anybody. Yeah. But I yeah. don't think it'd be hard to adjust. I think it'd be harder for the college players to adjust to it because, like I said before, they're not playing NBA rules already, so they still have to right. get that right, uh, right. broken, and we're already adjusted to it. So I think the only thing that would be a big change is the 82 games. So really just got to secure your body. Yeah. I want to know what you guys, how you guys um, are going to handle the media attention as this thing grows. Because even before you get to the NBA, you already got people like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith talking about what you guys are doing. Uh, how, what do you guys think about that, uh, the, what the, the talking heads are saying about the JBA now? How would you respond to them? All the negative comments, uh, I, I really don't pay too much attention to. But the positive comments, uh, you know, it's just a blessing to hear good things about the JBA because, you know, this is a great thing. Yeah. You know, it's a great opportunity that he's giving back. So, really, I, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's any bad thing that you really can say about the league. It's really not. Right. So, so Everybody wants to play in the league. How do you think that the uh, JBA has been received overall, like with uh, with the audience? Uh, it, uh, it, it, it's 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 growing. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely growing every game. Like every game, is more and more people. Uh, more and more support. More and more celebrities. Oh really? Yeah. So, and, what celebrities yeah, have, like, have, uh, have you guys seen at the games? Uh, we definitely had. Yeah, Ezekiel Yellow was there. Oh yeah. Really? We had yeah. the rapper Lil Yachty there. Oh, okay. Uh, Jordan Clarkson was at a game. Yeah, he was. Oh, so you guys are having some uh, NBA players come in to watch? Now. Yes. Oh, okay. And, yes, and I know for uh, for a short in the playoffs, uh, Jaron Jackson will be there. Uh, Josh Jackson will be there. This is big. So I, I want to know what y'all thinking about what's happening in the NBA. Uh, LeBron moving to go play with Lonzo in L.A., um, the Golden State Warriors adding Cousins. Like, how do you think the landscape of the NBA? Do you guys are you guys in favor of the building up of super teams? Um, especially if you enter the NBA, you're going to have to go against people like that. How do you feel about super teams in the NBA? I love the super teams. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, every yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, you got to lace up just like me. So right. you know, any given day, you can lose. So. So you wait, to go wait, out there and play hard. Wait, pause, wait. Yeah. One of you is from California. So is this because the Lakers just got LeBron? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. I knew it. It's still not going to change anything, though. <laughs> okay, so what What are your favorite teams? What What, what teams do you repping It's still not going to change anything. <laughs> I got to fight each other now. <laughs> uh, yeah, my favorite team is L.A. Lakers, no doubt. Got it, yep, okay. yep. Respectable. What about you? I really don't have a favorite team. You, are, you are I got a favorite guy? player, which is yeah, which is Kevin Durant. And, you know, he just okay. got two back to back. So you know, I don't think it is really not going to change nothing. But I mean, I like LeBron and Lonzo playing together because Lonzo's going to make them better. 
other than that, uh, they still have problems with KD. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. You said Lonzo's Lonzo. going to make who better? You think I mean, Le- just Lonzo's a, he's a facilitator. You think Lonzo's going to make LeBron better? better? By playing with him, yeah. Ooh, oh, that's man. a hot take. That's really good. I don't know. Yeah, Lonzo. You sure yeah, about that? Lonzo definitely going to make LeBron better. Like He's going to make like, him better. So like okay. LeBron coming to the L.A. Lakers. So this is like I don't want to. I want to know if this is that baller brand Kool Aid. What are, what are we doing here? So you're saying Lonzo is gonna yeah. make LeBron better? That's a hot take, man. Yes, I would love to see so, that. You, so you what, guys, part of, what part of what, <laughs> what part of LeBron's game is gonna be uh, a lot easier playing with with Lonzo? Scoring. So you think it's gonna take the pressure off of, of the ball handling and the distribution, so he could just focus on scoring? Most definitely. Absolutely. Most definitely. He's always a facilitator. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna get like twenty assists a game too. Has, has Lonzo been around games. the league at all? Has he come around at all? Well, Lonzo. Said, uh, Lonzo yeah. actually have been at a lot of games. Okay. He's been he can't make them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't make them all, but he has been to a lot of them. Okay. Yeah. So where do you see his prospects going in the future? You think he's gonna work out in LA? Oh, absolutely. Most definitely, it is. Wow, this I mean this is this is good stuff you guys. Yeah. Say. So where do you see the Lakers going next season? How far do you Champions see them going? <laughs> Wait, who's talking? I need to know who's talking before you answer because this is slanted. <laughs> We're to the championship this year. I got you. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I think I think my Celtics are taking taking the championship this year. You think so? Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. I think y'all both crazy. Yeah. It's the, obviously the Warriors, <laughs> but this is cute. It is. <laughs> no, I, I'm actually excited that LeBron went to L.A. because I think that the, the rivalry between L.A. and, and Boston is going to be um, revived. Um, but I definitely believe that Boston's winning this. They're a better team, 1 through 15, hands down. Jason Tatum is different, though. He's, he's different. He's a beast. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So who yeah. who's the Golden State of the JBA? Is it y'all? Yeah, we're the Golden yeah. State of the JBA. Oh, <laughs> everybody in this league, everybody in this league is trying to form super teams to beat us. Not because of our block, it's okay. It's okay. No, seriously, seriously, it's no, it's happening. Like it's happening. They've been the super teams. Yeah. So, so Jordan. Okay, so Jordan, you're you're the Steph Curry, right? Uh yeah, we got the Splash Bros. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> you got Nigel. You got Nigel on it too. You got Nigel Cheney. Okay, okay, okay. So who else we got? What? Well, we got Baby Glove, the best defender in the league, Ison Butler. Okay. We got yeah. Big Jelly, Corey Boy, Big Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> he's six nine. He's six. No, he's six nine. He has jelly. Okay. Guard, he got guard moves. Okay. He like he like two eighty two. Oh Jesus. wow, I see him. I yeah. see him. So he would be like with Draymond. And, uh, no, he's better than Draymond. He's like a Demarcus cousin. So you know, if you want to see, if you want to see the Golden State Warriors at a JBA, JBA, okay, to the Infinity <laughs> Energy Center, Infinity yeah. Energy Center tomorrow. Uh, first game at five. Uh, Atlanta play New York at seven thirty. The pop up shot gonna be at Soul Play between twelve to four. You can get a chance to meet Lavar. You got Tomorrow's the, gonna be a big day. You got the LeVar promotion down, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you learning something. Most definitely come and check us out, though. Won't Absolutely. be disappointed. We're actually gonna try and make I it out there tomorrow too, man. Yeah, we definitely gonna make it out there to come see y'all and check y'all out. Are y'all doing the early game or the late game? We got the late, late game. game. Late game. Okay. okay. All right. So you might see yeah. us out there. So what's your prediction for the game tomorrow? 
We're going to beat them by 40. For sure. We're going to beat them by 40. So give me, give me some. Jordan, Hollywood goes down 40 tomorrow. Hollywood, okay. 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 Give, me, give me some sass. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. For the people you go, that are listening. You're going you to see me dunking on folks. Okay. I'll look forward so, to that. Yeah. Give me some stats for y'all. For the people that are listening, they, don't, they can't see you. So, like, uh, what's your height, uh, positions, and all that, just so they know? Uh, I'm a point guard, okay. uh, 6'4", 175. And that's Jordan, and, right? You know. Yeah, Jordan okay. Wright, Hollywood. All right. What about you? And it's Sam Brown. I'm 6'6". Six, six. I'm 182, and I'm small forward, so, you know. So, y'all, 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 check us out. y'all are serious, man. I, I, I'm i proud of y'all. Y'all look y'all look like y'all doing the work. Y'all look like NBA prospects. Yeah. I mean, like, it's this is serious. And I think people need to know that this is real, real basketball being played, real competition out there, and come check y'all out. Right. Do you guys uh, see? Do you guys see the uh, the league expanding to different cities next season? Oh, uh, next definitely. season is yeah. In the future, you know, uh, it's definitely going to expand. Uh, you know, I feel like in the future this might get up to be big as the NBA. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that the JBA has the uh, potential to be um, not only the rival to the NCAA because of their format, but yeah. But um, real competition toward uh, toward the NBA too. Uh, so, what do you guys? Um, if you guys had to choose um, one ball brother to play with, who are you choosing and why? Uh, I'm choosing Leangelo. I'm choosing Leangelo. And that's that's Jordan saying this. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Uh, because he definitely takes a lot of pressure off you, and he's just uh he's just a threat that nobody thinks that he's a threat. He's actually a big threat, you okay. know, because he's, you know, he, you know, he got his body in shape. He's right. And he's super strong. So he definitely can take a lot of, uh, he brings a lot of attention when he steps on the court that takes the pressure off the point guard. Did, did Leangelo grow? Like, I feel like yeah, when the last song, he was like a little kid size and now he like <laughs> taller than everybody. Yeah. Mellow, yeah. mellow. You talking about Melo? Yeah, Melo. is super tall. Yeah, Melo is Mello. the one that grew. Like yeah, I, I was like, I saw him one day and I saw him the next day, and he looked yeah. like he was like, uh, what, like Kevin Durant size. Yeah, he he got big. Oh, uh, Fion, who who would you choose? I'd probably choose Zo. Zo, why is that? Yeah, just cause he he can score the ball if he wants to, mm-hmm. and then after he's scoring the ball, he can shoot at that. And then they're the gonna pressure on him, too. and then he's gonna. Yeah. He gonna dish the ball to me, and then he gonna take over from there. He taking this. So it's like he gonna dish the ball to me, and then and then he gonna get me involved. You know, he already passed the ball, so I'll choose though because he's a facilitator. Like that's what's up. Yeah, that's good. Now I'm proud of y'all, man. Um, the jerseys look official. We looking at the the homepage. Jerseys look nice. You gonna buy one? Get your merch tomorrow. <laughs> I'm trying. That was that, an alley that, that was an alley jerseys, jerseys are going on sale real soon. Okay. Now they they and look they look know, mad official, man. Oh yes, yeah, they feel great. So they they, they, they super light, super light. And get for everybody that's listening out there, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollywood Ray One. Yep, yep. What about you? And everybody, and everybody, follow me at B E underscore F E Z Y. That's what's up, man. Y'all, thank you guys for hanging out with us, man. Oh, anytime. My Most definitely. Thank you for having thanks. us. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having us. We'll check y'all out tomorrow. All right. Thank see, you. see you tomorrow. All right. Have a nice day. All right. Peace.
And guys, thank you for listening to Debate Fuel. We'll have a brand new episode for you guys uh, coming this weekend, so stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's your boy Damo. For all of you who listen to The Outsider's Edge and you own an Android device, do me a favor. Go over to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app now. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android devices. You can search for the podcast you want to listen to, select them as your favorites, and have them just a click away. So make sure you set Trackstar Sports as a favorite so you can listen to the newest episodes of The Outsider's Edge each and every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic, and it's available now for your Android device. Go get it. All right, well, welcome into a brand new episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. I am Nate Sheldon. Excited to talk to you about everything going on with Yankees baseball this week. Quite a bit of stuff going on. A very successful week for the Yankees. They went 6-1 and one against the White Sox and the Rangers as they did what they were expected to do. And some great play by everybody. Severino pitched a decent start against the White Sox. Gave up three runs, mostly in the first inning. Settled down. Did not get the win as he only went four and a third inning still struggling with command and his fastball uh, told reporters that his fastball command is what is concerning him right now not able to locate it as well he did strike out nine batters and he did not walk anybody so it was a better outing than he had previous four so there is some hope there that he can turn it around soon uh, Stanton had a couple of home runs in that series as his bat came to life this week. He had four home runs in total for the week, getting a hot bat. He loves the month of August, so hopefully he continues that up and carries the team while Judge is still sidelined. Lance Start made Lance Lynn, excuse me, made his starting debut for the Yankees against the White Sox. Solid performance. Uh, pitched a seven and a third innings, no runs, nine strikeouts. Had retired 18 in a row at one point. Just some, far and away more than fans could have expected from Lance Lynn. As kind of a last minute pickup that Cashman got at the trade deadline. So far, he has been lights out for the Yankees. He did give up one run in his second start against the Rangers, but he has just been completely solid. So far, uh, like I said, Severino's still struggling, um, trying to work it out, possibly maybe tipping some pitches, not sure, because usually if that's the case, the coaches will pick it up and work work with them on it to figure out what is tipping off the batters. Also, this week, Miguel Andahar continued his hot hitting through the second half of the season, had Several clutch hits, a couple of home runs that were big times. He's been their hottest hitter for the last month, and it has definitely been much needed with guys falling with injuries, Sanchez and Judge. Fielding has been hit and miss, unfortunately, as a rookie, and he's never been touted as a plus defender. He had the critical error that cost them the game against the Red Sox in that final game of that series. But batting-wise, he has just been solid 
<clears throat> all season long and not letting that affect his hitting at the plate. Uh, some interesting news as, <clears throat> excuse me, Ronald Torres or Toe was called back up with the team at the beginning of this week as CC Sabathia was placed on the disabled list unexpectedly with inflammation in his knee that has been giving him trouble for several years now. I imagine this will just be a short stint on the 10 day DL, give him some rest, get that knee back underneath him. You got plenty of baseball left to play. It's a good time to get the guys some rest, especially Sabathia. You're going to need him down the stretch of September and October. So get him right early while you are 30 games up in the win column. Get him struck, get him right again, even though he did have a lights out performance his last start against the Rangers. Of course, we all remember Torres, who the multi-use infielder, second base, third base, shortstop, you name it, he can play it. But the biggest thing he brings to the team, along with his his contact hitting, is that life in the clubhouse that I think, personally, the team has missed. You know, last year he started the toe show, the toe night show, with players as they came off the field after a home run, fake interviews, fake camera, really took off and just brought another atmosphere to that team that hadn't you'd had not seen as a Yankee fan, at least as long as I can remember. Even with the characters they've had in those teams, they never really had anybody to spark the team in the dugout as the game is going like that with the comedy um i mentioned judge earlier he is still sore his wrist is still sore doesn't want to touch a bat until the pain has gone in his wrist i mean like we said wrist injury is nothing to mess with give it time to heal i mean you push it too soon too early you risk re-injuring the wrist again and then you're making, taking even more time on the DL to get healthy, and you need your wrist. And obviously, with Judge, especially the case with his swing, it's got to be a hundred percent right for him to come back and get that wrist where he wants it to be. Get get that power back in his swing. Hopefully, that this will heal up quickly and right, and he will get that swing back. You know, I mean, Judge without his power swing is. Definitely something you do not want in the lineup when you need his power. Um, some other notes. Bullpen, bit of a struggle lately. As we've known, Chapman, of course, blew that save against the Red Sox. The next start, or the next outing he had, he was a, quite a bit rusty again. He had, They gave him two days off because he had thrown 39 pitches in that outing. Gave him a couple days off, he came in. Uh looked like the fastball velocity was not there at all. Only touching 96 for a couple of batters. And then when he needed to, it seems like maybe he was just afraid of his knee being sore. He's been struggling with tendonitis all season. Wasn't too sure about the knee or what it was, but he got confidence and he cranked it back on a fastball to strike out the last hitter in the game and easily hit 100 so maybe a little bit of instability with the knee he's not sure if he can do what he needs to to get that fastball going or just a case of maybe 
not too much work because he's really been sitting for quite a while. Not another injury or what it could be, but he brought that fastball out at 100 miles an hour, so that eased the Yankee fans a little bit. Hopefully his next outing he can crank it up to 103 like we've seen this season. Zach Britton uh, continues to struggle with the team. In all honesty, the Yankees have said they don't really expect him to round into form until September. Uh, if you remember right, he missed all of last season with Achilles injury and into this season. So really, he's still finishing up his spring training, getting into midseason form. So that is not a huge issue for them right now. Unfortunately, it has affected a couple games. He's given up some runs in critical times that made games a little tighter than they should be or given up leads, as we saw against Boston. A.J. Cole has been struggling. Mostly everybody in that bullpen is struggling right now, kind of maybe wearing down a little bit. I hope not, but kind of hitting that wall as the dog days of summer, as they say, grind on. A.J. Cole, of course, has been lights out, not hardly giving up any runs at all all season. It was just pitches anytime you need him. So he's struggling a little bit. Robertson has given up a couple home runs. Holder has another guy who's been solid all season. He's been struggling, giving up runs in key situations. The only guy that has really been continued to be solid is Batances, which if you'd have told me that in April, I would have laughed at you that he'd be the most consistent pitcher in this bullpen in August. But he is just, he comes in, he just mows guys down. Everything is sharp. He looks like the guy we saw two years ago with the Yankees. And, of course, last year he struggled off and on all year. Could not be used in high-leverage situations, bases loaded or one or two men on base. He knew he wasn't coming in in those situations, but he has been nothing but brilliant lately. And looking to parlay that into a big-time payday after this season is over, I am sure. This week, the Yankees have Tampa Bay and Toronto coming up on their schedule at home. Tampa Bay, we can be thankful it's not down in Florida. The house of horrors for the Yankees this season, as has Toronto. So Tampa Bay comes into town. Of course, they've kind of chipped away at that roster at the trade deadline. So these are definitely still winnable games for the Yankees. Again, I would not expect anything less than 6-1. and one record this week. That's how they finished off the week against the Rangers and the White Sox. You got to do what you're supposed to against these teams and not mess around and lose games that you have no business losing. There was one struggle. The one game they lost with the Rangers, it was 12-7 debacle. Batances, who has been solid for over a month, giving up one run at most lately, been lights out. He just did not have it. I mean, that happens sometimes. Gave up nine runs. Just a total mess for him. Hopefully, figures out what he did there and turns around and back, backs it back up with a solid start coming out. We did see the debut of Sonny Gray in the bullpen his first time, and that was against the White Sox. Very solid outing as he preserved a lead, and he was jacked up as he came off the field pumped up and screaming, which is definitely what fans like to see out of him instead of laughing as he's being booed off the field. Unfortunately, the second outing on a 7-0 lead, he gave up two runs. And 
you know, it's 7 nothing. You give up two runs. shouldn't be a big deal. But with the track record he has and the history with the fans, he was booed again. So we'll see which Sonny shows up. I mean, obviously, we're looking at somebody that's not consistent, kind of a Jekyll and Hyde, just not sure what you're going to get. Um, we'll see if that, he can maybe turn into the Phil Hughes of the bullpen for the postseason run. Remember how Phil Hughes did in 2009 again in that postseason run to win the World Series and how he was so lights out in the bullpen after struggling as a starter. So that's still a possibility for Sonny Gray. Of course, we all know what Cashman's view is on Sonny Gray, Sonny and where he sees him in the next year or if not sooner after the off season. Not much in the way of long-term plans for the Yankees. As we look at the postseason race, I would just tell fans that we need to forget about trying to catch Boston nine game, nine and a half games out. Don't worry about the division lead right now. Um, focus on Oakland, who is running up quickly on your back. They've just been playing phenomenal baseball since the beginning of July, and they continue to play that way. So just make sure you secure that wild card spot and get home field advantage for sure because you do not want to go to Oakland or maybe Seattle for a wild card game facing the likes of maybe Paxton or we know how the Yankees play in Oakland and the struggles it has been during the year over the years. So let's just keep that wild card game at home. And if the Red Sox do start to falter, maybe we can gain some ground on them and make things interesting at the end of September. But let's not make light of the season this team is having. They are 74 and 44. At this point last year, they were still struggling. The month of August was a miserable month for the Yankees last year. So this team is way ahead of where they were last season. Right on schedule as the owners and the higher-ups would say with the team. The problem is Boston is just having a record season and making it look absolutely minuscule. I mean, this team's on pace for 102 wins, and they're going to most likely, unless things change drastically here in the next month and a half, going to end up in a wild-card play-in game just to make the postseason. So... This is more of an outlier. Unfortunately, the seasons everybody else is putting up look minuscule compared to the Red Sox. And if you're, obviously, if you're a Yankees fan, we hope it's all fool's gold for the Red Sox and they flame out in the postseason like the Mariners did in 2001. So, just like I said, the team needs to focus on piling up the wins. This is the easiest part of the schedule right now. The combined record of the competition they're playing are 100 games under 500. So just keep piling up W's and get ready for the postseason. Grind that out. Get Judge healthy. Get Sanchez healthy. Sanchez has been working out, getting closer and closer to coming back. Hopefully, the end of August, we'll see him back on the field. Can definitely use his skills behind the plate and hopefully get his bat going just in time for the playoff run as well. So we'll see how the Yankees do against Tampa Bay and Toronto. We 
hope they sweep those two teams and walk up that wild card spot even farther as they get ready to head on the road here in a couple weeks to face Oakland and Seattle. So put some distance between you in case things go a little south in those series and give yourself some cushion heading into the last part of the season. It's going to wrap up this episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. I thank you for listening and talk to you next week.